Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. Put your loving hand out, baby. We've been begging for change, and we got it. Get it? That was lame. I'm sorry. I apologize. That was so lame. Begging. Oh, man. Live from the greatest city in the world, Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. This is Sons of Slam. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black, back at headquarters in New York. How are you, sir? I can say this with with pure joy and, and complete honesty. I have been to a lot of places in mostly the Western Hemisphere. Complete joy. Right. Mm-hmm. However, I have not been to the tropical destination of Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. <laughs> I've been to San Francisco. Uh-huh. I've been to Napa Valley. Sure. I've been to Pikes Peak and I've seen the four corners. I've been to the t- the highest point in all of Colombia, South America. But I have never in my life. And remember, I say this with joy. Been to Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. You are full of assholery. Uh, if you've ever been to Rehoboth Beach, it's near Ocean City, Maryland. It's basically one big boardwalk, and there's a beach, and and it's a, a lot of shit to do, and it's fun over here. There's a lot of a lot of fun shit to do. Now, Ocean City, Maryland, I would go to, which is for one reason and one reason only. Please, go ahead. Ocean City, Maryland is the only place I can get hats that fit my head. They're the headquarters of Hatland.com. Shout out Hatland. They provide all my headwear. Ocean that City. is not a paid ad. I have paid for all of them. However, they do provide them. Ocean City, Maryland, the capital of large-headed men everywhere. Rise up, brothers. Rise up. <laughs> let's all rise up. Um, yeah, so I, I got a beach to hit up, so let's, let's get this over with. Uh, let's do this. So. There's only really one thing that we have to talk about on this podcast, really, if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, it's a big thing. Yeah, 
It's what the hell am I going to wear to the beach? And so I have laid out a plethora of outfits here, and I want you to judge. That's not what we're talking about. Vince. That's not what I was talking about. I was talking about the over-under of the Niners winning like nine games this year. By the way, if you don't if you recall, hold on, here's my music. Bitch, you guessed it. You was right. I remember way back when I said, Jimmy G, there's no way he's going to be a 49. No, he's fine. He's going to stay. He's going to stay. All right. Good for you. Good for you, Niner fan. How am I more in the know when I hate the Niners? I don't hate them. I just dislike them because you like them. I trust (laughs) the process. (laughs) I never said he wasn't going to be a Niner. I said said, everything will work out. Well, it did. (laughs) Everything will work out. For the Niners, it did. We picked this guy third for a reason. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, he's been studying behind one of the greatest minds in football Mm -hmm. and Kyle Shanahan. Mm -hmm. And that's it. (laughs) And that's it. (laughs) And that's what we got. However, I do give him roughly nine or ten games this year. That's about it. Wow. Nine and eight, ten and seven. When I saw that, I immediately thought of you. I was like, God, it feels good to be right. It really does. But I don't know what you guys are. You think you guys are getting to me? No, I just want to be right. You think that's, that's going to get to me? No, being no. like, oh my god, my team's doomed. No, 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 we're no, no. Not doomed. no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not raising doom and gloom on your team. I'm just saying, I, I'm was right. That's it. Okay. I like, just like being right. right. I don't, get, I don't sure. give a shit what it is. I just like being right. All right. Let the record show. I love. I love being right. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's addicting. Uh, let's talk about this. Speaking of right, if you go back to one of our early episodes, I said within the pet within the next five years, uh, we were going to see some significant changes at WWE. <laughs> <laughs> What a range. <laughs> what a wide range. You know what? You know, for that? Okay. All right. I'll give you a... Bitch, you guessed it. That's all you get because five years, is, five years is too much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you said like six months, I would I would be like, you know what? That's good. Five it's years. It's a futures bet. I mean, he's, he's like 78. <laughs> What'd you think? <laughs> yeah, exactly. In it's the a future. I mean, okay. dude, freaking... In the next 20 years... Bill Belichick is almost 80. In the next I'm 20 years, sure. Vince will be gone. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what we're saying. In the next 20 years, Vince will be out of there. And we'll have some sort of new regime. So, yes, Vince McMahon is out. Um, and the I, biggest, I, quite I, possibly the biggest tweet in all of wrestling Twitter history. It's It had to be up there. I want to see. Let me go to Twitter right now and see the amount of likes this thing got. Because, good God, man. Like, just. It's, it's got to be in the M's. It's got to be in the mills. In the mills. Um, let's see here. Vincent Kennedy McMahon Jr. I don't think that's his. It's his Twitter handle. Okay, so it's not even close to a mill, but really, it's not. Um, Interesting. Four hundred eleven thousand. Whoa, four eleven. But I want to know how many people viewed it because I'm pretty sure I saw it and I did not like it. Shared one hundred and two thousand times. The one from Vince. Correct. I'm on his. I'm on his Twitter right now. How many followers does he have? Retweet sixty six thousand retweets. Four hundred eleven thousand likes. That's a lot. But how many followers does he have? He has two and a half million. All right. Yeah, that's a, not that's, that that's, ratio. No, it's ah, not. It's I don't not, know. It's not. Anyway, that's not the point. The point being is that he announced on Friday, which, by the way, famously, when when anybody announces anything from politics to sports, anything on a Friday, <clears throat> excuse me. Is normally because it's the weekend, you don't get the reporting and you it's kind of like a dead time. So it's a news dump. 
especially at uh, what time was this? this what time was this post? This was at four or five p.m. on a Friday. The business moves within the media that the WWE made over the past weekend between Friday and Monday, Friday afternoon and Monday morning mm-hmm. was textbook mm-hmm. A plus business move. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Not that anybody would continue not talking about it since, you know, it's the biggest wrestling news in the last, what? 40 years? <laughs> no, uh, uh, 20 At years. At least the last 20 years. At least the last 20 years. Since WCW, probably. I mean, this was something that has been talked about constantly amongst friends and family this members. Is my mother, my mother about was like, when is since WCW? Since WCW, yeah. My mom was like, when is Vince McMahon retiring? I was like, mom, you don't even watch wrestling. What do you know about this? Uh, yeah, everybody's talking about it. So now it's here. The moment has arrived. The moment it's actually arrived. This this is a, a weird feeling to kind of be like, oh shit, we're actually here now. What? And for all the talk that we did, like, oh my god, this product is, it sucks. This product is horrible. We have moments where uh, pay per views are great, but you know the weekly is just horrendous. Now we're here. What do we do? We have we're here, but we're not there yet. We're not there yet because we're not there completely. And I had, say we're going to get there completely after SummerSlam. Correct, which is what everybody else is saying too. Yes, absolutely. and the Monday after SummerSlam is going to be awesome. <laughs> we can only hope. We can only hope that it's it doesn't lead to more matches by DQ and uh, run-ins that make no sense and storylines that just continue to go on and on and drone on and on. Um, and you could tell, I mean, you could tell well, two things. You could tell when you watch SmackDown and Raw this past weekend, notice two things. One is that it, it's still clearly a Vince McMahon product because SmackDown was all over the place. Like they, they, But it had, at least Raw had some Triple H tendencies. It did. If you notice, like... Uh, I was gonna, yeah, I was there were there were multiple people who were uh were on screen multiple times. It wasn't just like a big name. Like Logan Paul and the Miz were on screen multiple times. Mm-hmm. The way they started off on the net raw was wild. I liked it actually. <laughs> I was like, I liked it too, but I was like, what the fuck is this? I know, it's just like it, it, again, that that seemed kind of like go. <laughs> just get out there. Exactly. And, um and SmackDown felt the same way after after uh Stephanie spoke. Um then she you know giving giving the thanks to uh to Daddy. But after first that, of all I had a single tear go down my eye during that. I was quite verklempt. One single. When tear. she looked, when she looked in the camera and said, "I love you," I was like, "God damn it!" Yeah, that was that was good. I love. She you. got me on that. I love you. Now it's mine. <laughs> Wrestling can somehow. I cried. I nearly cried twice. Well, and you. it was during that and the Rey Mysterio speech. Rey Mysterio. When he started mentioning Eddie, mm-hmm. I was like, geez, wrestling does it again, man. She does it they again. somehow get you every time. Every single time. Um, yeah. I mean, you felt that it was still a Vince McMahon product, but if you listen to like when New Day, and like, well, first of all, you heard uh, Michael Coe say the word fans. Like, holy shit. Can you say that? He said it. He said fans. He said it. Because why? He's not getting screamed in his ear by uh, Vince. <laughs> are, are we going to go back to, well, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know if I know how to say this correctly. Belts? Are we going to go back to pro wrestling? Pro wrestling. <laughs> oh, my God. All these terms. Oh, my God. By, by the way, I find it funny. Uh, uh, Cody said that uh, he would pay $1,000 every time he got fa- fined, and he would gladly pay it to say all these terms. And and the, the weird thing was is that when Miz called him out, when he had that first interview on Miz TV, yeah. he called him out. Uh, uh, I was like, it's so stupid. <laughs> just The terms are just ridiculous. And because you want to be different because everybody else says pro wrestling this is not wrestling what what sports entertainment all right we got 
We got it. I, I, you know what? Maybe, make that your first decree, Trip. Is that take out that term <laughs> and uh, we just it's, it's wrestling. Call it wrestling. And uh, you never heard sports entertainment in the 80s, 90s. And, and that's why do we have to have that term? It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, that is a very 21st century term, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. Um, so, yeah. So he uh, announced his retirement on Friday. Uh, Stephanie McMahon and Nick Khan, no relation to Tony, will be co-CEOs. That we know of. That we know of until we take that DNA test. Uh, and uh, Triple H has been named head of creative. Thoughts. And concerns. he resumes his role as EVP of talent relations. Of talent relations. Thoughts and concerns. I. My one concern is Nick Khan. Mm-hmm. Nick Khan being in that big of power. Yes, mm-hmm. it is a checks and balances of Stephanie McMahon. Right. But just him having that that title, I, I don't I don't know if I I don't know if I enjoy that. If if the WWE were to be sold within the next ten years, <laughs> wasn't that the big thing too around these the last couple of years? Like I think they're gonna sell. They're gonna sell. Nope. I think they might. If it doesn't work out with Trips and 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 Steph, well, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We're we're, we're here now though. We're here in this. Moment. I never. I'll put it to you like this. Sure. Never in my life did I think Vince McMahon would sell the company. But now that Vince mm. McMahon is not in any way, shape, the company, mm. other than being majority shareholder, I don't know now. Mm. Now, I would say there is a possibility. But That's we long, will see. Such a long way off. Such a long way off. But, oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so we have we have new regime at the head here. And uh, let's, let's get into everything here, Vince, that I've piled, compiled as far as all things Vince here. So can I say the most ironic thing first? Please. So what is Vince McMahon's biggest saying when it comes to a, a match or a pay-per-view about the end? What's up? Everybody remembers the finish. Sure. Do you think Vince McMahon is going to try to somehow bury his finish so that his finish in pro wrestling or in sports entertainment <laughs> so that everybody remembers his beginnings? Because that was a lot better than his end. Yes. So, yeah, I, absolutely. So, I, I would like to also point <laughs> out that uh, the funny thing with that I mentioned, I found also was that there was an article online that talked about. Um, uh, XWW, the, t- the title of this article, XWWE writer calls Vince McMahon's retirement, quote, a farce. Uh, can you take take one guess as to who this XWW writer is? Uh, oh, uh, Freddie Prince Jr. No. But good oh, guess. then I don't know. Vince Russo. Ugh. <laughs> fucking guy. <laughs> I just wanted to get the grunt from you. Uh, let's see, Russo... Uh, Let's see, while speaking to Legion of Raw, former writer Vince Russo talks about Vince McMahon retiring from WWE, and he says, quote, I worked with Vince. I know Vince. Guys, if you really think Vince McMahon is retired, you're clueless. What do you think Vince McMahon is going to do, bro? Reading a, bro- a book? Going for a stroll on the beach like hanging out at the pool in Connecticut? Retirement basically meant I could not show my face up out at TV at the office anymore. But if you don't think, bro, everything is still not getting run by him and he is not calling the shots, then you don't know Vince McMahon. End quote. Dude, why is he still talking like he's is stuck in 1998? 
bro. Yo, bro. <laughs> he yeah. sounds the exact same. You reading that to me? Uh, I just heard Vince Russo on Brawl. Right. Like, yo, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I, <laughs> I'll tell you who I hate so much, but I don't hate him as much as Vince Russo and that's Dave Meltzer. It's a close second. It's a close second. It's like one in one. Vince Russo by far takes the cake. Explain your hatred really quick in in 10 words or less. Vince Russo? Yes. Not that I don't disagree. Uh, I'm just I'm just trying to get your perspective as to your your hatred for him. Since he was, I could do I could do it in half the words. Please. He killed the attitude era. So he killed what he created. Yes. Hmm. You know when you were a kid and you start, you know, stepping up to your dad or some shit, and mm. he goes, I brought you into this world. I'll take you out. I can take you out just as easy. <laughs> uh, right? Uh-huh. Vince Russo did the same thing. Mm. That's why I hate him. Okay. All right. Now, you ask, how much research have I done on it? Eh, just stuff that I've seen with my eyeballs. <laughs> I, I lived through. Uh, but that's it. I lived through the Monday Night Wars. I, I get it. Listen. I, I did barely. I, I, But I get it. Like, so he, he was the force behind the Attitude Era. In WWE, and it was all, all stories, as everybody knows. It was always filtered through McMahon, and at McMahon at his his peak, because I, honestly, from from that point on, from from I shouldn't say that from ruthless aggression, the end of ruthless aggression till now, till this present moment, it was downhill, absolutely downhill. I don't know what happened. I don't know what still gets a pop though. Well, of course, because it's wrestling, but and it's I w- know it's WWE. It's, it's it'll, so it'll always, funny. It'll always be that's the weird thing too is that WWE, even in, in in its shit days, which is you know some can contend it's now. Um, it, we still watch. We, we still watch. Uh, I mean, if the you, shit days of WWE, I would refer to as right before the Attitude Era. I'm, I'm talking about modern day. I Justin, all early '90s was absolute crap. <laughs> that was all absolute crap, and that was under Vince's uh, watch. So what happened? I would say the early tens, right before Yeslemania. Yeah, that's my vote. Okay, the early tens. All right, fair enough. Oh nine to twenty eleven to twenty. When CM Punk should have been on top and push, but he was barely there. He was buried because he was a big guy. Um, exactly. <laughs> we still watch it. That my point being is we still watch this product as crappy as it could possibly be. We still watch it, and so. Of course. We're marks. We're marks because we want it. We we hope for the best because we know that it's there because we've seen it there. We've seen the attitude era. We've seen the eighties. I mean, some of us more than others, but we know it's there. It, we've we've seen the network. Everybody knows it's there. It's happened. So it, there's a possibility that it could be good again, and we're just waiting and waiting and waiting for that and that anticipation of please be good, <laughs> please come out with something or a character or a new wrestler that we can get behind that. And that was. Thankfully, that was Cena, <laughs> and even now it was Reigns. So we had that person that could be on the top of the mountain to lead the company, but it's everything behind them <laughs> that these people that are following the leader that they really couldn't do anything with. And so you know, you go through for every Cena and Reigns, there's Matt Cardona. <laughs> I mean, uh, Matt Cardona and a Dolph Ziggler. Do, yeah, which is unfortunate because they're really good. And, and Cardona now doing, you know, just like the 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 same kind of situation where you leave the company, you go out and do your own thing, you make a bigger name for yourself out some, outside somewhere else, and you know who knows, you, you come back. Um, Matt speaking- Cardona had the greatest thank you tweet to Vince McMahon after he retired. What do you say? 
it's just said thank like uh thank you for everything you've done and it was a picture of vince mcmahon with the ecw title mm-hmm. when he was doing all black and he had the gloves and everything and the bandana and it was this and it was the same and, and the do-rag mm-hmm. <laughs> the do-rag. and it was the same one that that uh uh, Matt Cardona spoofed off when he won the GCW title <laughs> and he went to defend it. Right. Yep. I remember that. <laughs> um, so now, so a couple smaller things here. Uh, this is actually not that small, but so now because of the uh, retirement announcement, there are th- changes happening here and we might get old faces being new again. So what's to say? Because Triple H is now ahead of creative. First, first of all, uh, uh, announcements backstage uh, from from wrestlers. It was a very positive note that this change happened. Uh, WWE stock went up with the announcement. Shot of, up, shot up with the announcement of McMahon and, and Helmsley at the helm. Uh, I see what you did there, and uh, I acknowledge you. <laughs> I salute you. And uh, former superstars possibly coming back. Uh, Sean Sapp from Fightful. Uh, basically said that for, uh, former wrestlers who left WWE for a variety of reasons under the Vince McMahon regime are excited about Triple H gaining more control within the company. And Stephanie's influence is also said to be appealing. There's a lot of thought, a lot of thoughtful insight into the situation right now as the pro wrestling landscape changed in a huge way. Uh, he said, quote, one former NXT talent that had options within WWE before signing elsewhere said they felt an incredible sense of loyalty to Triple H. And had he had been the person managing their creative future, Things could have been much different. That talent and other talent and, and another talent that ended up in AEW said they had no confidence in being creatively satisfied on the WWE roster. One said, "I'm glad that I went to AEW, but if I was graduating to a Triple H led SmackDown or Raw, I probably would have resigned with WWE before my deal was up." You know who that sounds like to me? Who? Andrade. Hmm. Okay. Guess if you think about it, Andrade's got quite possibly one of the biggest meal tickets in history mm. next to triple h andrade could be the next triple h that's what i'm trying to say i got you if you really think about it like son-in-law of one of the greatest of all time mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean like come on kind of writes itself although although we will never get the mixed tag of of the Helmsley McMahon faction That'd be awesome. versus the uh, Andra- 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 versus Andra- the <laughs> El Idolo Flair Flair faction. faction. Uh, is he better off now going back to WWE? I think so. This this AEW run is shit. I got to tell you, uh, he's such a, he's such a great talent, and and Tony has his way. Khan has his way of doing this thing where he'll get all these ta- these talents just to acquire them, just to say he has them, and then do absolutely nothing with them. Sounds like a man named Eric that we used to know. Eric Bischoff. <laughs> Bye, Sefoff. <laughs> yeah. okay. Bye, Sefoff. Uh, yeah. 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 But uh, I Andrade is one of the names that I give him. I give him the Roosh, the Roosh thing. Mm-hmm. I want to see where that goes first. Okay. Because that's something that we know Andrade can run with, and he has done in the past and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. He's not getting thrown a fucking manager in Selena Vega. Right. No disrespect to Selena Vega. She's awesome. But, yeah, the whole thing. Uh, not, not that it was bad. It was just that. That she, was her best thing, though. 
at the time because she was still getting like prepared to be a singles competitor. So she was, yeah. was so. And then green. she won the Queen of the Ring, and mm. then, and then nothing. <laughs> yeah, and then right under the rug, and put her on a Mattel panel with Champa and Sam Roberts. <laughs> it's random, but yeah, I really hope Vince McMahon's impact is going to be felt also shout out to tony khan being the longest tenured uh what a president and ceo of a company <laughs> he got ripped for that tweet ripped <laughs> and good for him you know good for that because that's such a stupid thing to say like what a dick <laughs> that's a hilarious statement it, was, it is it's a funny statement but it's a dickish statement to make and he got ripped on online for that it is also don't don't subliminal message the thing just add vince mcmahon oh yeah right just if if you're gonna mention him, just at least give the man the credit that he deserves. Yeah, absolutely, right. There's a reason why you're there now. There's a reason why AEW is AEW is because of him. No matter what. Yeah. There's a reason pro wrestling is pro wrestling right now. You can, and think, that's because of Vince McMahon. You can think whatever you want about him. He's probably the biggest dick uh, on the planet, and all the things that, and all the reasons why he was ousted so quickly. Uh, because these these charges were coming fast and furious, and this was his. He was like, "I gotta go." <laughs> I was hoping to hold out. I was hoping to kind of weather the storm. Nope, nope, they're still coming. <laughs> it, it, Some might say they're coming too fast, too furious. Too furious. Sequel. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, it's it is coming on, and this has been a hell of a ride. I I wanted to thank him. <laughs> Love to thank him for giving me. Uh, my my childhood, as cheesy as it sounds, my childhood and now my adulthood is, as far as my entertainment. And it's because of him. And starting from Mania 1 up until this day right now, uh, I've been a huge wrestling nerd. Uh, thanks to him and my dad. <laughs> thanks to my dad for putting me on it. On it. And uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's crazy that we are here. It really is insane that we're here. And uh, just, again, because of all the shit that he, he's done in, right now, you can think what you want about him but as far as wrestling entertainment and putting it on the map and ch- and taking what his father created in the the regional wrestling and making it global it's thanks to him and so thank you vinnie mac thank you vance i tip my cap too <laughs> a tip of the hat to vincent kennedy mcmahon uh let's see what else i had here i had that uh he forfeited his unvested stocks after his exit um New stories, of course. New stories about Vince McMahon's unprofessional conduct emerge after his retirement. Um, I mean, yeah, he said the N-word on live television. Of course, there's going to be something in there. Yeah. Well, that's a little questionable. So funny enough, you say that. So back to Sean Sapp on Fightful. He said uh, that he's heard from many within the creative process who said that many of the creative writers, assistants effectively needed to filter Vince themselves in ways. Specifically... They were told that the assistants often had to know what to not what not to write for Vince when taking notes for him. So every time that Vince would speak on something, they would have to uh, redact it. We also heard that the minutes were heavily edited. We're told this has largely this has been largely the case for a long time. It ranged from Vince saying things that would appear insensitive or offensive to, oh God, what did he just say? All all the way to simple kayfabe things as well. Some of the stories included McMahon constantly calling people the wrong names. Or using terms that weren't socially acceptable. And that even he himself would have never allowed on television. Another former production employee said, if a live feed of Vince McMahon on a headset any given night ever made it out, 
that it would provide a picture of that production experience, especially for the announcers. There were plenty of times he was in a good mood, but he would blow up at the most ridiculous things and act like they ruined an angle that was far past its expiration date. Anyway, we've said that, end quote, we've said that how many times? Like the, these things so are- So many times. So, this thing is dead in the water. Why are we still driving this into the ground? That's and 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 these these writers, I'm sure, you put yourself in the in your shoes. We we joke and talk about being a writer for WWE. Oh, this uh, this would be great. This would be. You imagine working for that man, and every single idea has to be filtered through him. And he's like, nope, nope, this sucks, this sucks. And then his ideas come out, and you're like, oh shit, I can't say that. I can't have him say that. I can't put this down. I got to edit it. Like you imagine working in that kind of environment. Can I be honest with you? Please. I'm just trying to think of what kind of offensive words he said. <laughs> you really you really want to go there? I don't want I'm not going to say any of them, but I like the filter in my head is going through the roof right now. Just going, what if it was this? What if it was that? What I mean, nothing this? now with with all these allegations now, and there's nothing that would surprise me. I also want to know. Hell, he said uh, the N-word again. He said the N-word on TV. Standards? By everybody's standards. <laughs> That's not what I. Offensive by what time period standards? 2022 or like 2001? Uh, when, 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 when did he say the, uh, the N-word to Cena on TV? Or Booker that, T. Well that, well, that was Cena. That was like 2005, probably. Okay. <laughs> Offensive by 2005 standards or <laughs> or 2022 standards? It, it's it's six of one, half a dozen. It's it's offensive no matter what. It still crosses the board. Yeah. But it made it out on live television somehow. Because he's I, in control of that. That's why. <laughs> because he's the man that said it. If, if anybody else had probably said it, he'd probably have a shift in it. But since the I man owns the company, he like, could say well, it. It was that that was a raw, correct? That was a raw. Yeah. I wonder if it's still on the network, just straight up. It's not. It's not? No. It's scrubbed. That is scrubbed. All right, yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, that's scrubbed. That kind of makes sense. Th- those two segments are scrubbed. Um Benoit scrubbed. We Benoit. <laughs> Benoit scrubbed. Uh I'm trying to think what else. So that WrestleMania main I event. I think the edge the edge leader segment is scrubbed. Oh, where they had sex live on television. Live on television, you saw Leah's nipple. Yep. That's Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I remember that vividly. <laughs> I have a poster of it on my wall. Um, nah, I wish I did, though. That'd be <laughs> awesome. Freeze frame. Five. Oh, uh, five second clip. What was it called? Uh, uh, oh, Kim and Christian. Yeah. Five second post. Damn, dude. Uh, Two of them having a feud in AEW would be sick. Insane. Um, yeah, wow. so I already mentioned as far as the changes already seen, uh, SmackDown with Cole saying the word fans. Uh, Monday Night Raw, we got uh, New Day talking about New Japan Pro Wrestling and ROH. Holy shit. I know. I, 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 so I, I, I My eyes popped out of my skull. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Look at this. I point. I pointed at because I was at work. I pointed at my cell phone like the uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio meme. I go, right there. Right there. He said it. He said it. He said it. And now the flag, just the possibilities of any kind of like the the actual forbidden door will be open, <laughs> like that that possibility in my head, like all well and good with AEW. You, you've you've been here all of a hot second, good for you. If this happened though, this is the actual forbidden door, like because it's WWE, and so the, the king of the mountain has to open that door. And if Triple H is does what he said he would want to do, as he's mentioned in the past on record about opening the door, <laughs> man. People this would be, whole, this would people, be a whole new era, a whole new era of wrestling that he could lead into what would be great. A new era. Yes, it is. Uh, people m- should credit the Forbidden Door being 
even remotely cracked open to Xavier Woods. And that was from way back in the day when he was doing that show with Kenny Omega. He did like a gaming television show with Kenny Omega. Did he know? And it was like right at the precipice of AEW, hmm. right before AEW. I was unaware. Yeah. Unaware. So, you know, give credit where credit's due. Maybe it's Xavier Woods that's going to kick the whole fucking thing down. Imagine. But no, so he mentioned Ring of Honor in New Japan. Mm-hmm. Which is a wild two things to mention. New mm-hmm. Japan, I get, because that to me, New Japan is the biggest internet, like the biggest company outside of the United States. I think everybody could agree with that. I think I still think it's WWE, uh, based outside of the United States. Okay, it's still got it. Yes. WWE is not based out of the United States. Right, but they're still... It's biggest. based 90 miles away from here in fucking Stanford. Very true, but it's still the biggest global company on the planet. That, that was, yes, that absolutely. Was, that was a very, very redundant statement. I, I apologize. It was the, it's the biggest global company, period. On the planet, yes. Yeah, but that's it's, still- like saying, it's like saying right now it's 10 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> right. I love it when people do that because uh, I laugh so fucking hard. Like uh, you fucking idiot, but I don't say it because I'm a nice person. That's close I say to, to myself. That's close to uh, when people say the the ATM machine's over there. Like you stupid ass. No, it's the ATM is over there. It's not the automated teller machine machine. It's the ATM. It's, it's over there. That's true. You don't say the VIN number, even though people. That's that's a little more. Yes, no, people, people do. People do. People don't know what VIN stands for. That's that's I, that's why I was about to pause myself <laughs> and be like, listen, that's a little different. But you should know what it stands for. But yeah, it's number number at the end there. So it's it's kind of the, again the redundancy. I. I digress. I agree with you. Uh, I agree. By the way, I am right now looking at uh, uh, one Alexa Bliss on uh, the Instagrams. Please hold. Oof. Please hold and please hold and share that screen. And I've seen it. Dude. I've seen it. You've seen <laughs> Beautiful. Just insane. If you have not seen it, please go on uh, Miss Cabrera's. <laughs> Uh, Instagram page. Mrs. Cabrera. Mrs. I'm sorry, Mrs. Cabrera. Sorry, Mrs. Ryan Cabrera. Uh, and check out her Instagram. It's just, just sick. It's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, it's a rare photo. It really is. It's a rare photo. Screenshot it if you have to. It is a rare <laughs> photo. You don't know which. You don't know how many of those you're gonna get. You have to. That's that's just that. Uh, CM Punk has hinted that uh, uh, Jade Cargill would possibly bring out AJ Lee out of retirement. That's crazy. That would be insane. <laughs> That'd be, that'd be wild. That'd be great, actually. And it'd uh, also be wild if AJ Lee was the one to beat her. That'd be even better. <laughs> it would be. It would be kind of surreal. Is not the thing that I was thinking of. Um, whatever it is, whatever it'd be it is. poetic justice. Because <laughs> AJ, she should be brought out the same way Paige was brought out. Yeah. Nobody knows her music, and then all of a sudden you just see her. Right. Like, Even though Paige is a rookie, AJ Lee is a fucking bona fide. Just put the board. I mean, Tori Wilson, the whole fucking thing about women in the Hall of Fame is just skewed completely. Because of her? Well, because of, yes. Because of Tori? Yes. Okay. <laughs> By the way, happy birthday to you. A couple days ago, recently, Tori Wilson. Oh. 47. Wow, she looks good. Smoking. She's very smoking. Can't wrestle she's worth a look, but she's gorgeous. Um, no, she can't wrestle worth a <laughs> shit. Goddamn, Playboy was fire. wild. Fire. Uh, yeah, AJ Lee, uh, possibly AEW. 
Uh, we talked about Lexi Cabrera. And can we also talk about uh, one L.A. Knight? Who? Mr. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Eli Drake? <laughs> <laughs> so Max Dupree is out. He's gone. After just a couple weeks, he went from uh, Drake to Knight to Dupree and out. And uh, the reason why? Because backstage, people said that he has no people skills. They were told that Dupree lacked people skills. No other, no other further information was given. Uh, but his sister, wrestling, right? His sister Maxine Dupree. So let me get this. Let me get this straight. Hold on. So we par- got a George Foreman situation on our hands. Parents were like, you know what? Let's name our son Max. Oh, we have a daughter now. You know what? I still like Max, but it's a girl, Maxine. Got it. This is, I just want to make sure that we're, we're all on the same page. Uh, it's the former NXT 2.0 superstar, Samantha Cromwell, is now Maxine Dupree. And Sophia taken, Cromwell? Samantha Cromwell. Uh, I don't and, know why I got Sophia. Jesus. And uh, has taken over uh, Dupree Modeling Agency. So we get to see the swimwear. I'm so excited. Like I said, it's a George Foreman situation. It really is. <laughs> so we get Mason. Names all his kids George and Georgia. Mason Monsoor now is uh, under under the Maxine Dupree label. This is quite possibly one of the worst gimmicks I've ever seen in my life. People, some people are liking it. I, mm. I don't understand it. I don't get it. It's I, I can't. I, I just can't do it. The whole thing about it makes no sense. To it doesn't me. make any sense at all. These um, are pro wrestlers, and you're, I, what? 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 It's fucking crazy. What the? I know. So so there's that. Uh, do you have anything besides that before we get into this weekend coming up? I do not. I am ready to talk about SummerSlam. All right. So uh, other than, well, let me, let me, before we get to, to that, we had, uh, we did have a barbed wire everywhere death match. Yes. That was insane. I'm not at first I wasn't too happy with the ending of it, but I came around on it eventually when I go, okay, Eddie, the whole thing with Eddie in this match was that he was supposed to, he just want the one promise he made. He never said that he was going to beat Chris Jericho in this match. He just said he needed to make him bleed. That's it. And immediately he did that. By the way, Justin Roberts having a goddamn barbed wire around the microphone. Isn't that funny? He's just like insane. Having like a plastic barbed wire on a mic. <laughs> it's just absolutely insane. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But the, the whole everywhere thing, I was wondering why they had the whole bed of uh, AEW loves to do that. They just love to make a fucking bed frame that has a bunch of barbed wire inside of it. That that spot at the end. Just have there. people go through it. That spot at the end there. Uh, first of all, I thought the match was okay. I thought I thought it fell apart with the ladies coming down. Um, just had like a weird a weird end to it. Yeah, well, it had a weird end to it because she couldn't. Ty Conti couldn't get open the fucking. Right. The shark cage. <laughs> the shark cage. So they, they and then eventually they just spilled out of it. They slipped through the poles there. <laughs> Which is like, I could sit here and pick and pick and dissect all that. The why were wrestlers? Why are pro wrestlers allowed to escape a shark cage? Pro wrestlers should be as big as sharks. This is true. realistically, right? 
So I don't, and then Daddy Magic having to fucking climb through, climbed through, 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 through the window and all that shit. It was very funny. Um, it was yes, wild. Uh, and and uh, broken nose with a chair uh, directly. That the was face the of most Jericho. insane spot of my of but ever. What, but what a weird, weird accidental thing to happen. Also, why would Eddie hold on to it until the very end? Why wouldn't he see it coming and then kind of like at least put it to one side but yeah but it kind of fell yeah it fell weird like he had it you're right he probably should have let go of it sooner but like the whole, yeah that was that was insane but, i couldn't the ma- whole match in general the whole match was it was okay i i it was entertaining but yeah the, the, the finish kind of fell apart and then gravara gets into the ring and and then they had that botched finish there where you're supposed to do the the backhand and then they missed and he just basically ran into Jericho, Guevara did, and then Kingston was so yeah. pissed off that he just threw Jericho into the uh, into the barbed wire bed, and that was the end of the night. Um, I, I, I don't know. It was just kind of weird. They need to figure, if they're going to consistently do it, they need to figure out the whole barbed wire situation. Because if you call it to straight up balls and strikes, they are 0 for 2. They are. <laughs> they are. Just because this one, it, I'm not going to say left a sour taste in your mouth, but it's just like there were a couple things where if you're in the know, you go, ah, you could have. But then you realize that the average age between the two of them is what, like 47? Yeah, I see. I got to see how much, how old. Uh, Jericho's what, 51? I got to see. 52. 52. So I got to see how old. Uh, hold on a second. Right, so Eddie is 40. Born 1981, 6'1", 244. What? Who said 244? Stop it. I don't believe that. I, I do believe that me and him are the same height. I've saw, I've seen him eye to eye, face to face. You have. Kind of. Right next to you. Kind of. Right next to you as he, as he bear hugged me. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that was pretty. T- dude, he almost like tackled you. That, that was <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> I, I'll never forget that night. Uh, neither will I, but not because of that. But it was just, just a great night overall, and those seats were insane. But, uh, yeah, I, 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 I got swallowed up by him. <laughs> <laughs> Big guy that's the best way to put it and i don't believe for one bit that it's 244 we're, we're that's some google shit we're about the same weight but he's got like five inches on me <laughs> yeah so he's also probably got 15 20 pounds on you too this, yeah like realistically just like yeah Ray mysterio's five seven bullshit anyway yeah bullshit he's five three max <laughs> five three max uh okay Let's get into what's happening this weekend, and then we'll get into uh, apparently we got some breaking news, uh, which we never do, happens first while we record. Actually, what else? What another thing happening this weekend? Ric Flair's last match and the last match, yeah, which is going to be a wild card on it. Ric Flair's last match is going to be a tag team match. Ric mm-hmm. Flair and Andrade, his son-in-law, mm-hmm. versus the notorious duo of mm-hmm. Double J, Jeff Jarrett. And Jay Lethal, <laughs> the most crazy tag team Just of all time. Take a dartboard, put some names on it, and then throw that dart at that board. See what names you get. That, listen, that, yeah. that's all well and good. He did. He did go on record recently saying that he regrets wrestling after the retirement with his mania match that's, with Michaels. Which, I mean, I, I, I guess, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because the greatest thing about his retire, like after his WWE retirement, was the woo off with Jay Lethal. Yeah, of all people, <laughs> so it makes sense. Absolutely, I do like they did a storyline angle with it though. They had a video come out, all mm-hmm. that stuff, mm-hmm. but a bunch of different. Ray Phoenix is going to be on the card. Alan Angels, Josh Jacobs, Jacob Fatu, a whole bunch of people are going to be on that card. 
So also happening in Nashville. Double J pulling double duty. How convenient for them. Huh? Very convenient for them. It's crazy. So Jeff Jarrett's going to go from refereeing a tag team match to wrestling Ric Flair in his last match ever. Yeah. Or killing Ric Flair, which would be hilarious. We'll see. Could happen. We'll see. All right. SummerSlam. Let's really, really quickly. Let's go through this stuff here. Uh, yes. Nine matches. Uh, I got the Mysterials versus uh, Judgment Day. And a no, uh, no judge match, day. but I, I see, I agree with that because I feel like a turn's going to happen. Or Rhea Ripley's going to come out and just start beating the shit out of men. True. Uh, men. I still, I still think the Dominic the turns. I think that'd be great. Could happen. Logan Paul versus The Miz. LP all the way, dog. Who, who, who gets uh, booed on that one? More. Uh, all, everybody. <laughs> I think The Miz gets cheered. I, really, I think The Miz is actually going to the face. It shouldn't happen that way. They, they really it shouldn't tried. happen that way. They, they really tried. And this is what they, one of the situations where you, you try to force something down the fan's throat and they're like, nope, we're not having it. Absolutely not. Yeah. Having it. And but so, wrestling fans notoriously have blinders on. This is true. But yeah, Logan Paul, I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, probably my the most intriguing match of the night, uh, Riddle versus Rollins. I, I give it to Riddle, honestly. I give it to Riddle because it would yeah. solidify that that. Uh, Riddle is a main event contender, mm-hmm. and he is viable to beat Roman Reigns. Should it come down to it, right. they need to build another star. And because Roman Reigns doesn't have the best track record against Seth Rollins, mm-hmm. in order to get Riddle to the main event, I see uh, I could see him beating Seth Rollins for that. Uh, Rollins champion uh, Belair versus Becky Lynch. Be I say Bianca retains, and I then see, they do I- a switch up. I think she goes to SmackDown. Oh, oh we got a. Well, I mean, is that even a thing anymore? A draft? Is that a thing anymore? It's not. It's like the 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 brand split is is a myth now. I don't know. If I'm being honest, the one match like that's one of those matches where that's down the middle for me. I really don't know. It could go either. It just depends. See, this is what I can't say anymore. Mm. It. I used to be able to say it just depends on what Vince McMahon was thinking. Mm. If he goes, I like Becky Lynch, or he could go, I like Bianca Belair, and that's the way it would go. It's always a the day of decision. Exactly. Um, I think you know what would be, be cool. I think if, if Lynch wins, it'd be two years in a row. That slam that that she beat Belair, and that'll be like a cool storyline to kind of hold over her head. If you don't see, if you see Becky Lynch do the manhandle slam, The Rock is not coming out that night. I just want to point that out. Oh, what a what a! What it's a, also Vince McMahon way of thinking. What a way to go! So I don't know. <laughs> what a way to go! Okay, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> your boy Pat versus Happy Corbin. All right, come on, I next. Know. We already know <laughs> Pat McAfee is gonna fucking punt that guy's head into the fucking fiftieth row. <laughs> the Usos taking on the Street Profits with special guests Double J, J E Double F, J E J A Double R E Double T, Jeff Jarrett. Double J Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. Um. I gave it to the Usos. Really? Okay. I gave it to the Usos because they'll probably play into some sort of family history between Memphis and Hawaii. How does uh, Double J get involved in this? Uh, there'll be a guitar into the ring or some bullshit <laughs> like that. Okay. Uh, U.S. champ uh, Lashley versus Theory. I still think it's Lashley because this this whole thing with I, Theory is this this match here. If I could just say this match here is kind of a throwaway, really, because you already have a new champ 
new new ish champion Lashley. Theory's already onto the storylines with Lesnar. He's already in the main event picture. So I don't think they should have put him on. I I don't think they should have put this match on the card. I think this should have been a Monday Night Raw match for the title. Hmm. Okay. I because I don't see them doing the double duty the way they did last last uh, pay per view. Um, like he's not gonna lose again to Bobby Lashley and then go in to, to win the title. Right. Okay. Fair enough. So it's either he's going to win the title and then not do it at the end, or he's going to win both. Right. We, the, realistically, we could walk out of SummerSlam with Theory holding the United States champion and a briefcase and the undisputed oh, yeah. wwe universal heavyweight championship <laughs> that true. that's what's crazy about it that's true i mean I, yeah, yeah that could happen i don't think it's gonna happen so soon but crazier things have happened um it'd be the time to do it in a last man standing match smackdown women's champ uh we got Liv morgan versus ronda rousey you can't take it off already right Liv morgan barring a Ronda Rousey heel turn. If Ronda Rousey turns heel, let's say aligns herself with Shayna Baszler, mm. some shit like that. She's got a heater, although she's the heater herself technically. Right. I think that could happen. That okay. could be some. That'd be cool. Some shit. Um, and Sh- Shayna needs would need that too. I think it's that'd be cool. And then our main event, uh, Reigns versus Lesnar in the last minute standing match. Mind you, also maybe it was just announced that we're almost we're almost at. By the way, Bruno San Martino, not even close, but the San no, Martino numbers, 700 days. Yeah. Universal Bruno champion. was in the thousands. Let's I, not I forget that. I know. In the multiple thousands, I think. I, I, but for modern day, this is very San Martino-esque because <laughs> this never happens. This is very San Martino-esque. Never happens. I think Hogan was the last one to hold it that, that long. Okay. Or equivalently that long. Uh, Yeah, Roman's going to win. You think so? Roman's going to... I do think so. I, I didn't think so. think so. I don't think so. I didn't think so until Vince retired. See, I, I don't still... think Brock wants to stay around long if Vince is not there. But then you have... Okay, then they both lose. So then Theory is definitely cashing in because if Reigns is not going to stay stick around long because he's he's taking time off. Yeah. And you have Lesnar all chapped because he's so pissy that he can come to the beginning of SmackDown, which is why SmackDown was such a, a melee of insanity uh, to start the show off with. Then, yeah. Something has to happen with The Rock. By the way, Bruno San Martino was 2,803 days. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, we're not even close. I know, I know, eight, it was eight years. Yeah. Eight years. Right? Hogan, it was eight years. Hogan, uh, 364. Styles at 371. And CM Punk at 434. There's some there's some some names up there that are that we we're totally forgetting about. Uh, uh you're forgetting about Pete Dunn at six and change, six hundred. <laughs> you're forgetting about Walter also at six hundred. I'm talking about champions in the main card. Uh Savage at three seventy one, tied with Mr. AJ Styles at three seventy one, Cena three eighty one, Punk four thirty four, and then we get into uh, old school here. Pedro Morales a thousand, Bruno San Martino at twelve hundred when his next reign. Uh, Hogan. Yeah, the rain after. The rain after. Uh, Hogan at his, his initial rain was one thousand four hundred seventy-four. Jesus. Uh, Bob Backlund. Forgot that name. Yeah, yeah, Twenty-one hundred. Yeah, Twenty-one hundred names. Uh, Twenty-one hundred days, and then Bruno San Martino at twenty-eight. 
2,800 days. days. Eight years. He man. would have, <laughs> yo, Roman would have to hold that thing for two thousand more days that's crazy it's possible though. <laughs> that's what's nuts what's nuts about it could happen hold on let's see uh so what's he at now it's like 700 so he would have to hold it for four more years uh do the math plus seven it's there yeah 2160 yep yep, yep. for four more years I, it's doable it's just a very long time to have to hold out until you this actually leads me into breaking news i just saw on my phone guy go on wrestlemania 40 mm-hmm. which would be 2024 if i'm not mistaken okay correct WrestleMania 84 24 yeah wrestlemania 40 will be held in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, on April 6th and 7th, or 5th and 6th, whatever that weekend. Whatever the weekend is. Whatever that weekend is. Uh, First weekend in April. Uh, 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 Philly, uh, we got cheesesteaks and, 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 and hoagies and grinders. and, and Cheesesteaks oh. and wrestling and <laughs> Wawa? Oh, I'm in heaven. Oh, Wawa. I might yeah. die that weekend. That's it. That's, that's, the, that's the, uh, the announcement. Yeah, we're going to Philly. <laughs> We're going to Philly for Mania. How about that? Now, this brings up a valid question. We were just talking about Roman Reigns. Sure. Roman Reigns has a not-so-nice past in Philadelphia. Because? Because he got booed out of the stadium in, or the arena in uh, Royal Rumble 2015. Booed out of the arena. With and the Rock. also... With the Rock. With the Rock. Yeah. Now, I'm starting to think they might push the rock thing back another year. Okay. If it's not in Hollywood mm-hmm. and the rock comes out as a surprise in Hollywood, mm-hmm. I think that's the more possibility. The rock cost him the title in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's, it's a toss up. It really is. The rock cost him the title in Hollywood against here's, here's the kicker. Mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes. Oh, he gets his and title. Cody Rhodes is the undisputed. He gets his title. He gets his title. He did what his daddy couldn't. That's right. That's right. Shout out Virgil. <laughs> the random name. Um, I mean, it's his real name, so sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, kayfabe. Shout out Dusty. Yeah. My bad. Easy, easy, easier. Mr. Virgil. There's yellow polka dots. Uh, that's it. We're looking forward to uh, the slam of summer. Uh, is there anything else? Uh, we got uh, got dynamite on tonight. Dynamite's tonight. Jungle Boy. Forgot about Jungle Boy. He returned. That was crazy. By the way, yeah, that uh, that whole return. What a pop! What a pop! What a pop for his return, but then the pop for the the heel to face turn for uh, yes. Luchasaurus. <laughs> yes, even bigger pop. Uh, even now bigger. I wonder who uh, what's his face is going to manage. Christian. Yes, Christian. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, that guy. Um, I don't know. I think he should just go on his own, do his own singles thing. He doesn't need anybody right now. Like, he's so over. It's it's insane. He, he, he but I just, think he should get a younger guy to push him up the ladder. Uh, the, way that, the way that the Blackpool Combat Club is doing with Yuta, the way that the Jericho Appreciation Society is doing with uh, right. 
So another faction, eh? Great. Daniel Garcia. <laughs> I'm not saying another faction. More factions. I'm just saying. Tutelage. Christian right now is one of the only people that's on his own. Just leave it that way. He's, he's, so, he's so, such a good heel. Like Just leave it that way. Uh, that is it, everybody. Uh, thank you so very much. SummerSlam this weekend. We got uh, Dynamite on tonight. Anything else before we head out? I want to see Pat McAfee punt, punt the shit out of Corbin. <laughs> and that Seven Nation Army start blasting. Yeah, there you go. Boom, 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 that backflip back on the top rope. Uh, looking forward to that. I can't wait for the Swan Tone Bombini. That's what I'm waiting for. We gotta, Watch him when he goes to the top row for a Swanton Bomb. He's going to look at the crowd. He's going to give a little gobble ghoul. And then he's going to do the whole fucking thing. Got that. We got our tickets for Grand Slam. I'm looking forward, very forward to that in September. Yes. And uh, we're in. That's it, everybody. Thank you guys so very much. Please uh, hit us up on Twitter at Sunday Slam Show, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Uh, my name is Chris Mindell. That is the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black, sir. It was nice seeing you. I'm off to the beach. Enjoy Delaware. <laughs> Said nobody ever. The Sons of Slam Podcast. <laughs>